Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Do you really need a niche in order to be a successful influencer? This is the most polarizing question in the industry. Everybody has an opinion from like the self-taught influencer girlies to the professional advertisers and marketers who have worked on brands and with talent and are branding experts. Um, the more opinions I see, the more I'm realizing that there is this knowledge gap between the like self-taught influencer coach girlies and the professionals on the advertising and marketing side. And I don't blame the self-taught influencer girlies for giving you low-key inaccurate advice um I actually blame more so like our professional side of the industry because there's not really a lot of actual professional knowledge and resources that is being given to influencers in order to help answer this question so people are kind of coming up with their own theories based on their own experiences and then teaching other people And then we have this large mass delay in people's successes and potential because they're getting their knowledge from what they think is a reputable source. And in reality, the only case study that person had was themselves. Um, Again, not blaming. It's more so just like, I get it. I understand why this cycle is happening. Um, So let me answer that question from a professional background. Let's think of any brand, any favorite brand that you have, okay? Because, and you'll see why, but long story short, an influencer is a brand. It's just not a traditional brand. You're a personal brand because you're a person, right? So let's think of any of your favorite brands. Every single one of them went through the process of figuring out what value they bring to the table and who they're looking to impact with that value And what their target audience needs help with, what they have frustrations with, what their hopes and dreams and aspirations are, and how their brand that they're looking to create, this company, how their company can help change their target audience's lives and influence and impact their lives, preferably for the better. (laughs) Branding on the influencer side, the personal branding of an influencer. It works the exact same way. You need to understand who it is that you're creating for and how your passions and expertise and personality can be combined into some sort of value that your target audience can benefit from and build a loyal community around and then buy any products or services related to that value because now they trust you, they see you as an expert, they see you as somebody they can relate to, they feel represented with you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
this side of the industry is something really only like a marketer or an advertiser can teach because this is what we do for brands is is figure out what are the emotional needs of a brand's target audience and then how can the the you know marketing and the advertising fill that void for the audience and help them feel seen and related to. And so that's your goal as an influencer as well. And in order to do that, you have to identify your audience, right? What are their struggles and frustrations, hopes, dreams, aspirations? These are called pain and pleasure points, professionally speaking. And then what are you passionate about? Who are you? Like, what are the, what is the value that you can bring to the table? Are you interested in fashion? Are you interested in beauty? Are you interested in home decor? What are you good at? Kind of figuring all these things out. And then looking at, okay, so given what I know about my target audience and given what I'm passionate and interested in and have expertise in, how can I create something valuable out of that and impact and influence my audience's lives. And that being said, the only way that you can do that is through a niche. So when people say, <laughs> I get these comments all the time under my videos, um, oh, well, my niche is fashion or my niche is sustainability and health. No, it's not. You're, that's a category. It's incredibly broad. A niche has to be so specific, it's like almost a little scary. So if you say that your niche is fashion, here are two examples of niches, real niches within the fashion category. You are a personal shopper for plus size black women over the age of 50, and you want to help them find clothing options that make them feel confident. So you have your passions and who you are, right? You're a personal shopper, so you have fashion styling experience. You have a target audience, plus size black women over the age of 50. This is probably someone that you are as well. And then you have the benefit of what you're looking to provide them or help them with. And that is finding plus size clothing options that make them feel good. And now as a personal branding consultant and a talent manager, if you were to come to me with that niche, I'd be like, okay, here are some brands that like would totally want to work with you. Or here are some ways that you can actually expand your brand and monetize with a product or a service, like maybe a styling service or a personal shopping service, or, you know, curating a list of websites where they can find these clothing options on or whatever. These are just first thoughts. Another example of a niche within the fashion category is you are a stylist who wants to help women identify their sense of style. What is their style category? So that they can build a capsule wardrobe around that style and not feel like they have too many clothes and nothing to wear. So once again, we have who you are and what value you bring and who the audience is that you're bringing that value to. And once again, if you came to me and said, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to like monetize this um, or I want to be linked to some brands that I can have some brand deals with. It's easy for me to think, OK, yeah, I got you like this brand would want to do that. This would brand would want to do that. Here's a really cool content strategy idea that you can create around this niche, et cetera, et cetera. So you can find ways immediately as to how you can expand that and continue to build community and have a content strategy and find the right brand partners to work with and so on. So having a very specific niche is incredibly important if you want to become a successful full-time person of influence. 
and that is your dream career. Now, if it's not, and you don't want to do this full time, you don't want to do this for your career, that's not your dream, that's not your journey, then you don't need to worry about anything I just I just said, because you don't have to niche down, that's maybe not as important. This is for people who really want to prioritize this as a business. And your niche, your value, and the target audience that you're looking to provide this to needs to be part of your business plan as an influencer and part of your personal branding strategy. Because personal branding is who you are, your niche, which is the value that you bring to the table to your audience and your brand partners and whatever. That includes like market research on other influencers in your category as well as who your audience is, right? And then how you communicate that. So this is through like your content strategy, your voice, your style, the way you speak and carry yourself down to even the emo- specific emojis that you use. So your personal brand is who you are plus your niche plus how you communicate that. And this is absolutely, absolute fundamental foundation of every successful full-time influencer from Jackie Ina to Mariana Hewitt to Chiara Ferragni to Ami Song and beyond. If you take what I just said, the three components of the personal brand, and you try to reverse engineer any of your favorite influencers, you will figure out that each of them have a personal brand. Hello, Teffy, Girl Boss Town, even to like mega, mega celebrities like Rihanna and Beyonce. So it's incredibly important to do that, to write this information down, to really figure it out. This is what helps you separate yourself from, you know, influencers that are just kind of treating this as a hobby and a fun thing, which is there's no problem with that. That's great. Um, and you should be having fun. And that's, that's amazing. But having a really solid personal brand strategy is what puts you in the big leagues. And as the influencer, it's really taking it seriously. And wants to make this into a long-term, profitable, sustainable business. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.